When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. I might have to start another journal of quotes. This one just random things that come out of Steve's mouth. That was fair. Steve said, and I quote, I think corn is a bad word. End quote. Not a curse word. Not a good word. Corn, the, here's what, let me just go out on a limb, if I may. <laughs> okay. You Can we stop you? Cannot have a food item, which most people enjoy, be it on the cob or <laughs> shaved it on your plate. You can't mm-hmm. also have a foot growth called the same thing as a menu item. Oh, I see. What if we all just said, when they named... Corns, foot corns. <laughs> Couldn't they have just said, someone at that table have said, you know what, guys, I know we all want to cut out of here. We've got a three day weekend. I get it. I really do. <laughs> but I think that us calling those corns aren't great because people love corn. Well, let's take it a step further. Okay. Boil. I mean, do we boil our corn, and do we have a boil on our foot? Donna, why weren't we there at the conference of naming things? Because that is bullcrap. The fact that that happened mm-hmm. is insane. How? How did nobody say we shouldn't do this? Mole. It's an animal. It's a thing with a hair growing out of it. And, although you can sort of explain this one away, it's also a secret agent. Right. What's going on with that? But I go back to corn. I think we ran out of words. The platform would be all about corn. Okay. Like, I'm in. Think of a what's, a, what's a food you really like, Donna? Corn. Golly, I just wish your brain would go with me sometimes. <laughs> okay, a food I really like. Steak. Uh, How steak. about that? Okay, steak. steak it is. And then you're like, oh, this ingrown toenail, which is now known as a steak. <laughs> oh, I have a prime rib, Doc. Could you look at it? <sighs> yeah, okay. Follow-up question. Okay. Do you think they call them corns because they're sort of... Corn-like. That's my point. <laughs> Maybe. I think so. I feel like that's even more harmful. They knew it looked alike. Yeah. Don't. I think they were in that phase of naming things after things they looked like. You know? 
Mike, do you have any beefs? No, I, uh, that's that's gross. You, do you oh, like corn? I do, do like enjoy just, corn. Yeah. What's your favorite way to get corn? Oh, in your definitely mouth? off the cob for sure. You got to put a little uh, get just the whole stick of butter sitting next to it. Yeah. And then you just kind of go back and forth, and it's got to be a little warm, not too hot that it burns you, but just warm enough that it melts the butter. And then you just put some salt on top of that, and you go to town. Gosh. My favorite way is a Doctor Scholl's path. <laughs> Donna eats her corn <laughs> off of corn pads. Which, by the now, way, it's time you. to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Go ahead, finish. Sorry, I'm Googling why do they call foot corns corns, but. Foot corns. Why do they just say that? Just don't, you know? I don't know, Steve. I used a foot corn pad. Okay. Unbelievably effective. Oh, yeah. Remarkable. Yeah. I wonder what else they could take off. Maybe a wart. I wasn't sure if what I had was a corn or a wart. But you know what I'm not having tonight? Wart on the cob. (laughs) Because I'm a sensible person. Why are feet corns called corns? A corn is a small circular. Oh, boy. Hang on, everybody. Let me give everybody a moment to swallow first. If you're eating, don't want you to spit anything out. And now, why feet corns are called corns. A corn is a small, circular, thickened lesion in the skin of the foot. It usually forms due to repeated pressure on the skin, such as the rubbing of a shoe. The name corn... (laughs) The name corn... Comes from its resemblance to a kernel of corn. Told you. A corn is different from a callus in that it has a central core of hard material. You know. Okay, I was just. A couple other things very quickly. Great. Was I talking with you or Lou about this the other day? God. We've come to that point (laughs) in our lives. Okay. The conversations blend. I would love to see a special of the first people. Who realized, for instance, thank you for asking, the first people, so people who invented bread, however they realized bread, you could puff it up, it's incredible, whatever. But the first people who said, what if we toast it now? What would happen? Would it be infinitely better? And it is. But that took someone figuring out who is the person who realized not only you could toast toast, but it would end up tasting as great as it does. Give me a beat. It's time to talk this. music. I enjoy music. The reset. Okay. Valentine. Yee-haw! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So, Taylor Swift will direct her first movie from a script she wrote herself. She's doing it with searchlight pictures, so this is legit. Yeah, wow, yeah, that is. You know, they're behind Oscar-winning movies like The Shape of Water, Nomadland. We don't know the plot. We don't know the casting, but the studio is saying that um, Taylor is a -a once-in-a-generation artist and storyteller. It's a genuine joy and a privilege to collaborate with her as she embarked on this exciting new creative journey. Holy cow. She's a she's a one woman wrecking crew. I mean, she in all the best ways, right? She is a 
an entrepreneur. She gets it all, understands it all. She's an artist. She's a storyteller. She's an actress. And so, yeah, this is not surprising. Wow. Um, yeah, so uh, she's directed a few of her videos, including All Too Well, the short film. And, of course, she's appeared in a, a bunch of films, Cats, Valentine's Day, Amsterdam. So good for her. I was just very impressed with that headline. Now, I just realized another wild discovery, which is the first people to learn about popcorn. Because, think about this with me for a second. Somebody first figured out you could do the cob thing, right? And they're like, oh, wow, this gets softer and it's like chewy now or whatever. And so we can eat it easier. Great. But someone probably accidentally had a corn kernel near a flame. And guess what happened? That sunbiatch flipped, turned its clothes inside out and revealed. Donna, think of this for a moment. I'm being serious, guys. Think of this. A corn kernel is hard and it gives you no reason to believe that if heated, it will expand into a fluffy corn and actually take on a different flavor profile. <laughs> it's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis and the News? This is the beat. So Dolly Parton, ever heard of her? Mm-hmm. This is a really fascinating little fun fact about her. She was uh, telling... She was she was doing an interview and she was talking about her wigs and oh. you know you don't oh. ever see her clothes are super tight and you really don't ever see like a battery pack that goes to her microphone oh you know yeah here she is talking about what she does with it I actually have my wig cap has a little pocket on it in the back because my clothes are so tight my mic pack don't fit nowhere there's only room for me in my clothes and so i have it to where the mic fits in my hair because i wear wigs all the time and so it goes right over it and just we just kind of mic it around and it works perfect isn't that fascinating here's how unobservant i am as a man i would have never guessed nor have i ever thought that she's worn a wig what Never. In my life would I think Dolly Parton has worn a wig. I now, now as you say it, I realize, oh yeah, she's got like a lot of long hair. But I never thought of that until right now. Give me a beat! <laughs> it's time to talk music. What? How do you not know that Dolly Parton is wearing a wig? I don't She's see... actually known for her wigs and really? her boobs. Yes. Wow, Steve. I feel like I've seen her without a wig. Yeah? Nope. No? I don't think you have. Maybe when she was, you know, in her 20s or 30s. Do you think she has, as you would call it, old lady cotton candy hair under there? Could be. I think it'd be fascinating to see her in the wild. If only we had the time. We gotta go. Do you think she could go? Oh, man. What? Do you think she could go to a grocery store without her wig, 
Or makeup Probably. and a loose-fitting sweatshirt. Yeah, and never someone be would be like, hey, that looks like an ugly Dolly Parton. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, those are her own words she has said before. Uh, we have to go. We'll I want to come back. I don't know. Uh, oh, great. From one thing to another. Oh, there's a toilet that will listen to your bowel movements. <laughs> I think this could be really good or really bad. Science, next on My Talk. Back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We've got producer Mike with us. It's actually our first official day together. Correct. How do you think it's yes. going so far, Mike? I think it's pretty good. I mean, we've really explored corn in every facet of it. <laughs> That's so true. It's good. Now I'm ready to explore toilets, apparently. Yeah. That Steve's bringing it today. <laughs> Guys, <Woo>. listen. <laughs> I don't create the headlines. I just read them and share them with you. So when I see that there is a toilet, Tech Talk, you know I love tech. I'm a tech guy. There's a toilet that will listen to your bowel movements and maybe be able to predict if there's something wrong with you. Let me give you the positive, and then I want to go to the very, very negative. They did a presentation last week at the Acoustical Society of America's annual meeting. This happened in Nashville. As if that's a real thing. It's called the diarrhea detector. It actually is. It uses AI, which, Donna, how do I explain that? I got it. it. Okay. Thanks. To analyze the sounds happening inside of your toilet bowl. And there's a red light that clicks on if it detects something irregular. It will also record audio of each excretion so that it can be turned into data and tracked. Hmm. They found that a healthy bowel movement usually makes a singular tone, whereas if you're dealing with diarrhea, it would be a more random sound. Think of one of them would be like a one hit of the drum and the other is more like a drum solo. <laughs> For now, (laughs) they want to use this in areas with a lot of cholera. Cholera? Cholera. Isn't that a disease? Yes, okay. Or or a condition. I just need to make sure I was saying it correctly out loud. So doctors can know if there's an outbreak of cholera. But someday they think that the algorithm could be used in things like Alexa devices so that you could possibly in the future monitor your own health based on the sound of that. And I thought, listen... Say what you will. I know it's kind of funny. It's a toilet. It's recording the sound of your... Hey, one step closer to figuring things out. It's great. I I think I'd maybe rather just... Get a colonoscopy. Crap in a box and put it in the mail. You know that guy with the legs and the arms? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I think my dad got one of those, but like didn't want to do it. I'm sure it had to do with... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or something. <laughs> but yeah, if that whatever helps you stay healthy. And so if this does, I thought there's a real positive if it's recording. And then instantly my naivete. 
was washed away when I thought, what if your toilet got hacked? And then if they put out online, think of this worst case scenario, Donna, your recorded toilet sounds, someone hacked your toilet and then put it out on Twitter and said, this is Donna's last month's worth. And it was a mix. It was, it was a mixtape of all of your greatest hits. How embarrassing would that be? I, I don't think I'm doing anything that. Are you, no, but there are sounds, Donna. But I, you know, not coming from my mouth. <laughs> and I'm not. No, Donna, they're coming from. Look at me. I don't want to. You have to, because I'm not comfortable okay, saying okay, it. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. You get it? Yeah. Do you but, know that it's not recording what you're saying in the bathroom? Okay, it's that's recording. Fine, but I don't I don't think I have any concern about that. You mean to tell me <laughs> that I could set a recorder up in your toilet bowl and then put that out and you wouldn't feel like, oh, I got nothing to hide here? <laughs> it was like a twenty minute mashup? Donna. Don't say mashup. Can, uh, we, can we please not talk about this anymore that's fascinating great i'm all for science fantastic thank you good night we now move on to soup oh good sherry says donna please let chef brian know that he should be more responsible about taking your soup call every day because i am obsessed Oh. With whatever kind of soup you're having every day, except chili on Wednesdays, Avi. <laughs> uh, also, I think next year's State Fair t-shirt should be, I love soup. Uh, it, that's not a bad one. That's a If contender. you want to be inclusive, it should be, we love soup. Then Steve won't feel left out. Love you. Have a good, uh, welcome, Holly. Blah, blah, blah. Hi, Mike. Um, let's see. This one from Sharon in the old email. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Hi, guys. I love you both. You bring me joy daily. I somehow have missed something. What happened to Rocco? Love him with you guys, too. He passed. Stop. Don't. He He went one step too far with his endorsement for Crescent Tide. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's a pile of dust. (laughs) His last spot cuts off midway. He's perfectly fine. He's okay. He's He's down down the the hall. hall. He'll be joining us at 1130 today. Yeah. uh, Rocco is shifting his expertise back to where it started uh, before we had to, like, call in for extra help around here after the pandemic and all that. And so his he's working all sorts of commercials and putting his production touch on all of my talk and will join us every day at 1130. He is not deceased. This is good news. Um, how about this? Susie, what does this say? Subject, naming things. What about telling people they have a pizza face? No, I love pizza. Now it's associated by zits. I hate the word zit. I do too. And, and pimple. pimple. Yeah, me too. Say blemish. 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 That's a nice uh cleansing way. Of- it feels it feels medical. I kinda like that. Pimple uh, the double P any impel. You're right about that. Right? I'm not or a big nimble. fan of dimple, not a no, fan I of don't like that either. Uh-uh. Uh Leo says foot talk on a Monday. Thought you would wait until Toes Day. <laughs> See, we're creating this crazy, weird, underground thickness. Somebody said they people. were at a show a couple weeks ago, 
and like the musical number or whatever stopped or somebody scored. I forget the details. But then out loud, without planning on it, she said, we put our flesh mitts together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's like this counterculture thing. By the way, uh, we got an email from Ari who said, I listened to the podcast, so I'm just catching up on Thursday's show. I just have to say I'm a big fan of the hipster forecast. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Never thought I would hear obscure modest mouse tracks mentioned on my talk, and I am living for it. Yeah. I'm a 30-year-old, once-hip suburban mom that happens to love talk radio. Two worlds colliding for her. Where talk is fun. Yes. And, and Donna and I, oh, well, let's play a game. All let's right. invite like her and other people who listen to play the game. 651-641-1071. Uh, the College Pop Culture Knowledge. We're going to play it. Mike runs it next. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We got a caller standing by. We got a button to push here. And we got a game to play. Time to go to college. college, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. Producer Mike. I want to see how smart you are. I'm not sure if I was updated or not, so I was just kind of letting it play there for a second. But yes, we are ready for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and we've got Squigs joining us today. Hey, Squigs. Hi, everybody. How are you? Happy holidays, Squigs. Hi, thank you. Gosh, I guess I shouldn't have been in a caribou uh, drive-thru when I called in. Oh, don't worry about it. here I am. Oh, no. So have you completed your order, or are you still in the drive-thru? Oh, oh, you are? Okay, don't worry about it. If you've got to stop and place your order, yeah. we'll just... No, yeah, we want to listen in. Now. Have you already ordered? I ordered... during. I, I, it's normally so much time of commercials. I thought, oh, this will be easy. Yeah. And, you know, now I'm at the window. I just paid. Now yeah, during our show, break. people don't buy a lot of advertising because yeah. of the incident. <laughs> yeah, they're looking to, as they said to us, protect their business. Well, I just got my drink, so I'm all set. Thank all right, you. Sorry Squigs. for multitasking. You guys are more important. Before Mike tells us what the topic is, I have to tell you the strangest thing. I went to Starbucks yesterday to, through the drive-thru, and mm-hmm. it was closed. I never experienced that. It was yeah. like Yeah, they have business hours. It was like 11 o'clock, 10.30. In the morning? A yes. A lot of these places are so short-staffed that they're not even like following their regular business hours. It kind of bummed me out. Huh. On so many levels. Thanks for listening. What were you going to order? Um, a venti iced non-fat latte with one equal already in it and a breakfast sandwich, egg white, and turkey bacon. Thanks. Boom. Oh, boy. I just learned everything I need to know about you. <laughs> and I am swiping left. Is that what they say? Which one if no, you don't want to date the right, person? Right. You swipe right? No, swiping right is when you want to date the person, right? Oh, yeah, left. Because you're used to doing left. Listen, do I didn't know there was going to be a quiz on no, online Donna, dating. No, we accept you! Mike already hates us. He's going to quit. Well, we are used to people leaving us. Hello, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi. Well, too bad, too bad Squigs wasn't in a Taco Bell drive-thru because the theme today, Bells and Pop Culture. Oh. oh, it's Dingling Day. That's why I went with that. But yeah, Cute. bells and pop culture should be dingling kind of fun. Day. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> Dingling Day. Yeah, it was either all going to be about Steve or it was going to be about uh, bells and pop culture. So I went this route. And you went with bells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cute. So uh, yeah, uh, Squigs, who you want to go with? 
Oh, gosh, I adore you both so much. Uh, Donna, how about you and me today? Okay, I'll give it my best shot, Squigs. All All right. right. Stand by. All right, now. Bye, Steve. Okay. We will get things started as soon as Steve walks out the the door. Okay. Okay. Are we ready to rock? Yeah. All right, Squigs, you are on hold. And again, bells and pop culture. That's the theme today. So let's get things started with this one. This show followed a close-knit group of six friends as they get through their teens together while attending Bayside High School in Palisades, California. Saved by the bell. Thought to be one of the band's greatest hits, who sung the 1980 song Hell's Bells? ACDC. This 2004 animated Robert Zemeckis holiday feature film showed us that only those who truly believe can hear the bell ring. Oh, gosh. Animated? Yes. Only those who truly believe. All right, I'm going to need Squig's help. She's got kids, so I'm sure she'll know. Okay. I'm I'm counting on Steve not knowing number two, but I'm also counting on him to know number three. Gotcha. We will bring Squigs back up here. See if she wants to change anything. Squigs, how do you feel about those first two that she was very confident in? Well, oh, she was incredibly confident, nice. so that that makes me confident in her. Um, now, an 04 animated Robert Zemeckis holiday feature film showed us that only those who truly believe can hear the bell ring. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, Donna. I... Robert Zemeckis. Is he the guy who did uh, Forrest Gump? Oh, yeah. I think he did Forrest Gump as well. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, I have no clue what animated film he did. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Don't worry. I'm counting on Steve not knowing the second one, which will uh, result in a tie. So I'm going to go grab him. Sounds great. All right, Steve. Steve, Steve, hey, Steve, when did you get here? How was traffic? Okay. Woo. Okay. All right. All right. Hmm. How did it go? I think we got two out of three. Okay. What is it again? Bells and pop culture. Bells and pop culture here on okay. Dingling Day. Right. We'll get things started with, uh, with Steve, and we'll start things off with this one. This show followed a close-knit group of six friends as they get through their teens while attending Bayside High School in Palisades, California. Stay by the bell. Thought to be one of the band's greatest hits, who sung the 1980 song Hell's Bells? ACDC. Now this we're screwed. 2004 animated Robert Zemeckis holiday feature film showed us that only those who truly believe can hear the bell ring. Ooh. Polar Express. <sighs> Any uh, changes? Feeling good? Say the last one again. Robert, uh, Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis, 04 animated feature holiday film. Polar Only Express. those who truly believe can hear the bell ring. Yes, and then they come out and they get on the train. Sticking with that. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll run through these. Okay. And you heard that uh, audible runt there from Donna. She's not happy. The first one, obviously, mm-hmm. say by the bell. Nice and easy one. I, I agreed with you, Donna. I thought this might give a little bit of a, a little hiccup here to see. It didn't. You both crushed ACDC. Congratulations. Yeah. And finally, 04, Robert Zemeckis holiday feature film. I featured this one specifically because last week, both of you said you've never seen it. It is truly correct. It is the Polar Express. Oh. No, now I've seen the Polar Express. Oh, yeah. I just okay. didn't love it. Got it. That's what I it remember was. not okay. loving it, Got um, it. Yeah. but maybe I need to give it another Another go. Another go. Yep. You know, you don't well, see a lot of train tracks anymore around people's Christmas trees. You sure don't, Thanks Steve. a lot, Fauci. Squigs. I'm <laughs> hey, sorry. Squigs, so sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, once you said Polar Express, I was like, oh, of course. Yeah, I know. What'd you guys guess there? Nothing. We Nothing. We could not think. Oh, man. Sorry. Squigs, I'm sorry. Squigs, what's uh, next in your day here after you hang up with us? 
Well, if you remember when I guys, when I met you guys in person, I'm a psychotherapist, and so I've just pulled up to my office, and what is happening? I scheduled nine clients in a row. So, oh my, oh gosh, that's a though. long day. Oh wow, eight p.m. doing my my therapy work. Oh. oh, thank you for what you do. Yeah, it's good work. You're going to yeah. be exhausted at the end. Of th- you will. Let me say that another way. That was pessimistic. You will have such a deep restorative sleep tonight. That was better, that right? That I will. That I will. Thank you both. Thank Bye, you. All right. We love Bye. you. Bye. Oh, man. Now, mm. it's a tidbit nipply in here. You know what I'm you saying? You think it's cold in here? Yes. You do? And I'm worried because we have guests who are coming in oh. soon for our sit and soup. And I'm just worried. Let's see if we'll warm them up. I think I have some level of, though it's going away, of like a viral pink eye. So I need to do an eye drop, I think, before they come in. I, I got together with a doctor over the weekend. You have a viral pink eye right now? Um, I th- I think I have something in my eye that is a virus. I see. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, they say about 95% of pink eye is viral and is not from the toilet. Oh, you know what I always heard? It's from a cat tooting on your pillow. Oh, that's gross. I've never heard that until I moved here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't know. And they're like, no, that's that's what it's from. It's from the cat or the dog doing that on your pillow. I'm like, what does one thing have to do with the other? I don't. Well, it has to do with bacteria. No, it has to do with, yeah, because then some of their fecal matter could be in your pillowcase. That's what those people were talking about. I would like to say on record, (laughs) not a fan of the word to either. I don't have a good suggestion. It's better than the F version, sure. Okay. Well, if you think that is dumb, this is even dumber. You ready for it? And it also has to do with Time for a tip. Yes. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Getting tipsy. Getting tipsy. Getting tipsy. I guess this is, you know, I don't know if it's on TikTok or what, but there's... A weird way to save on gas. Okay. Cool. People online are talking about a hack where you just drive around with an open bowl of water in your car. Okay. The idea is, which by the way, when I have a dog, I do very often. Not an open bowl. Well, I don't fill it to the top, but yes, it's a it's a dog bowl. And it's open. Yes. They don't usually come with tops unless it's Tupperware. It feels like that would splash around. You know the ones that you take with you that are collapsible? Yes. I will put water in one of those. But you will leave it up and uncovered and then dry. That is correct. But here's the theory behind this. Okay. It makes you slow down and not accelerate too fast Staying under the speed limit is more fuel efficient, and flooring it when the light turns green can lower your gas mileage by up to 40%, according to the EPA. And they say if you really want to try it, just put a bowl of water on your passenger seat and do your best not to spill it. Cereal bowls apparently work great. Don't fill it the whole way. You want to leave an inch or two at the top. Really? Is this what it's come to? Just drive around with a child in your car. Drive around with a pet in your car. You will slow down. For a time, 
I'll hang up and listen. You know, you know when you have like an apple on your passenger seat because you know you're you're going to get your nosh on at some point, and then you hit the brakes and that apple flies forward onto the ground, slaps the front. That's always crazy, huh? Yeah. I'll hang up and listen now. Okay. Um, that was a weird analogy. I just mean. Um, it just, do better. Why do we need a bowl of water to entice us to drive slower? You know what you need? A bottle of, uh, or a bowl of red wine. That's what you need. I don't think that's going to go over well. How about well? spaghetti? An open bowl of an open container Soup. of alcohol is what Donna is suggesting will help you with your driving habits. Okay, wait. Let me rethink that. Sure. Okay. Tomato soup. Something that's going to stain. Yeah. Big deal. The water spills. Who cares? I don't sit in the passenger side. You ever sat in the passenger side of your own vehicle? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Any chance I could get someone else to drive, I take it. Doesn't that leather feel hard? Oh, because it's not kind of broken in as much. Is that what you mean? I just, I sat down in the passenger seat of your car one time. Oh. I was in your car. I didn't like being in your car. That's nothing against <laughs> your car. I just didn't like, I don't want to be in a vehicle with you. Or anyone, really. Well, the feeling's mutual. Hey, Donna, no, what? that hurts. I just don't want to drive a coworker anywhere. And I don't want to be driven. Mike. You're going to learn a lot about Steve. Mm -hmm. He tries to make it like I'm the weird one. <laughs> We're weird in different He doesn't ways. even want anybody that's not a blood relative spending the night at his house. I don't care if there's a snowstorm, an ice storm. <laughs> he is not letting you stay overnight. One of the very first conversations I had with Steve, I said, uh, I was about to leave and I said, hey, would you do me a favor? And I was going to tell him to have a good night. And uh, I said, hey, would you do me a favor? And he's like, oh, yeah, what? I said, have a good night. And he's like, oh, I am so relieved. I thought you were going to ask me to, I thought you were going to ask me to drive you somewhere. He was just terrified. Yeah. Oh, what a nightmare <laughs> oh that my God. would have been. No, listen to this. We were doing something at the Ronald McDonald house one time and Ryan, our old producer, and I parked Several blocks away, yeah. Steve parked on the property and we we're like, hey, man, can you just drop us off on the corner? Like not even all the way to our cars. Just and I think it was snowy out. And he was like, OK, we're he's like, no, no, I'm not letting you in my car. I'm like, Haha, that's so funny. He's like, no, I'm seriously not letting you in my car. I'm like, what? I ended up driving them down that? to the corner. We bullied him into it. Yeah. And you know what? I don't I won't even say it. But Ryan left. Oh, a gift for you. He, it was, and it was uncouth. And it reminded me of why I am not in your Uber driver. Well, most people don't do that. That's a bro thing. Anyway, a little glimpse into Steve's personal life. <laughs> Thanks. Nice to know. Oh, you know, people are like, hey, let's take a ride. Hey, good morning. Welcome to our two. Of the podcast still. Oh man, is it hour three? Still, uh, I thought it was hour three. It's we've got to be an hour three. Did you? Do we turn our clocks ahead? I don't know, Steve. I oh, think it all man. has to do with the lack of content presented on your part. Thank you. This hour, what we've covered: uh, Steve's lack of knowledge about Dolly Parton wearing a wig. We covered on um, the word corn and why it's disturbing. Yeah. We talked about science, listening to your uh, toilet talk. 
Yes, that was mm-hmm. brought to us by scientists, but yes. Yes. Uh, and then a gas hack where people put bowls of water open, bowls of water on their seats. So uh, there you go. When we say talk is fun, we don't take it literally. <laughs> Anywho, is you want to start with Brittany Griner and then I'll shoot yes, to the IRS? <laughs> so listen to this. Yes. Okay. So Brittany Griner, who of course is back on American soil after spending God knows how long in a Russian prison camp, um, has cut her hair, and people were like, "Oh, does that have? Did that have something to do with her?" Being imprisoned. Um, Well, according to her attorney, it's all because the temperatures in those in that Russian prison was causing brutal hair freezing. She would get out of the shower and her hair, because it was wet and coarse, you know, it would just freeze, like turn into icicles. So. Rather than deal with that issue all winter long, she elected to chop it all off. Wow. Every time, you know, she would take a shower, wash her hair, she'd get a chill. And then, you know, so isn't that unbelievable? They keep it that cold? Ooh, man. Or are they making her go out, them go outside, outside and, and work, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be stuff. Oh, my God. I Apparently don't know what she's happens well, at a though. penal colony. Me either. But I think you work I don't know if I'm right, though. Mike, you ever been detained? Uh, unfortunately, no. Or else I'd have a little more mm-hmm. for you here. But no, I haven't. Thanks, Mike. Um, well, it looks like she touched down in San Antonio. She's in very good spirits. She appears to be in good health. And she's expected to be checked out by medical personnel in Texas before returning home in Phoenix. So mm. that's why she chopped her hair. Okay. Not what I was expecting. All right. Now we know. You know how some people just cut their hair to just cut the the stress, you know? Yeah, right. Don't want to deal with it. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. That will be me someday. Someday. Yeah. Buzzing it all off. Do it. Do do everything. Do the eyebrows. I don't know if that's the right look. You could paint them on. I'd like to see what you would do with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I don't have to get worked under my brows. That feels like that'd be a pain. What are we doing? Are we threading? Are we oh, plucking? Oh, God. Plucking. Like, I probably tweeze my eyebrows every day. Just little strays that pop up, you know, right above your eyelid. How thick would your brows be? Thick. And thick, I think. Some people think thick brows are in. That Yeah. I didn't get the memo until about seven years too late. Yeah. So, like, what are you going to do now? Grow them all back out? They don't grow. From all the I mean, they don't plucking? grow where you want them to, but the little strays do. Hmm. Yes, Steve, that is exactly right. Thank you're you. my queen. You're like my best friend, but different. Have you ever called the Internal Revenue Service? No, but they've certainly called me. I love it. <laughs> Remember that time I had that woman call me faking she was from the IRS? Oh, yeah. And, and then- I was like, oh, really? She's like, well, this call is being recorded. I go, that's great, because I'm recording you too, biatch. Donna. What? And then I think we played it on the radio. We did. Yeah. I still have it. Well, I have an issue that I needed to... Let me just explain the frustra- the whole frustration that I went through last week. And I know someone will hear me and you will write in an email. And as a sign of your support, it will just say, Yes, King, yes. 
I had to call the IRS. I submitted a form in September. I've been waiting for this form to uh, for a letter to come back to me from the IRS saying, we got it. Cool. You cannot check the status of said paperwork online. That's weird. Because the IRS just doesn't want it to be easy, I think. Hmm. So you have to call in. So I call. And I'm on hold for 45 minutes, whatever. It's oh fine. My God. Then I get through. Hi, this is Tammy. I'm with the IRS. Everything's being recorded. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, Tammy. Tammy, I'm hoping you can help me today. Here's what I'm looking for. Blah, blah, blah. I do my whole spiel. I do like 60 seconds of my hmm. best stuff. And then she says, so I am in a different department. When you're, you're looking for is this department, um, but I can transfer you. Okay, great. She transfers me. And, uh, and it goes through and it disconnects. Yeah. So then I call again and I know Classic how to get move. Tammy again a little quicker this time. I get a Tammy, let's call her. And they say, oh, this is the wrong person. I know I've reached out. How do I get in contact? All right, you got to call back, press seven, and then press four the next time, whatever. Oh I do this <laughs> and then they connect me. And then it, 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 the hold sound goes away and it says, uh, we cannot take your call at this time due to an extremely high call volume oh, in this topic. No, so the next day I wake up and at 7 a.m., whatever local time your cell phone area code is in, you call in at that time. Like I, I'm a, I'm a or- Orange County, California number. I could not call in until 9 a.m. Central, which is 7 a.m. Pacific. So I get on my wife's phone. She has a 412 number. That's Pittsburgh. So I have to get up at 6 a.m., to call so that I could be first in line because of the unusually high call volume. I go, press all the buttons. They still put me through, hold, hold, all of it. And then it either disconnects in the end or I'm told I finally get through to a business person. Oh, yeah, but that's a different business form in here. Let me connect you. They connect me. And again, uh, it either would disconnect or they say we cannot take your call at this time due to high call demand. I mean, at like first thing in the morning. I spent, it was probably two and a half hours on hold last week trying to just talk to a human. I just wanted the human being to say, oh, we haven't filed that paperwork yet. Or just give me some kind of a status update. Nothing. Nothing at all. And you cannot check it online. The only way is you can just wait at the mailbox like I'm a pilgrim (laughs) to get an update. So now I'm just choosing serenity now. It's Festivus. I have aired my grievances. I am calling on serenity, and I cannot change how the IRS operates. They're not going to take my call, and uh, and I'm gonna. Things are not going to go my way. I've got questions. I'll go with ooh, Donna ooh, first. Ooh. Uh, my question is: Isn't this something that your tax preparer can deal with? They help you with the paperwork and getting things submitted, and then they tell you the next thing that will happen is you will get a letter, typically within sixty days. This happened probably eighty or ninety days ago. And I'm trying to get clarification before the end of said year, of which we are in. But no, it is not their job to sit on hold, but they provided me, hey, if you need to do this, here's how you get in contact with this person. Why do you have to get in contact with them? Fill out the form, mail it. Already did. Okay. But there's someone else who needs verification that the IRS gave that thumbs up. My point is... It don't, was call a, the IRS. don't call the IRS. I've talked to the Federal Trade Commission before, the FTC. They sound more fun by they comparison. They were pleasant. Look, they're trading. That's right, Steve. Thanks. 
All right, we're going to let Mike take off. He's got to go do a little HR work oh. because of the incident. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's got HR, paperwork. they're the IRS of Hubbard. Right? You'll love them. A little paperwork. We're going right, to get a visit now. from Grant next.